Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Thursday night, really right after one of the more excruciating games of all time in the NFL. But we'll get to that in a second. Right now, I just have to announce Mikey Meatballs is fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother, bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. I'm tired, Sal. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's after midnight on the East Coast. I don't know how you guys did. It didn't have to be this way. It could have been uh, 1120-ish, but that stupid game <laughs> went to overtime. <laughs> Thursday night football. The Colts beat the Broncos underdogs by three points, three and a mm. half, somewhere in there. Snooze fest. They went 12-9, 9-6. I don't even know what that was. No touchdowns were scored. By the way, I mentioned on Thursday's show there should be a number for no touchdown score. We couldn't find it on Caesars. No, Somebody no. bet it at 100 to 1 and thanked us. Good job by you. Keep it all. We don't need any of it. We just want to go to sleep after this. Um, before we crap on uh, the billion-dollar players, I have to say, Paulie Kid, both defenses played well. They really did. They pressured the quarterbacks, but um, the quarterback play is subpar, and we don't know what's going on. We don't know if it's offensive lines that are bad, if it's just uh, these defenses are getting, um, I don't know, like trickier or, or, or weirder with two safeties bad. I'm not sure. I know I've, I've read stuff like that there. It's extending drives and making quarterbacks screw up, but 9-6, a shade over two minutes <laughs> left. Russell Hustle and Bustle with the lead. Could kick a field goal, or he could run it out. And what does he do? He throws an interception. So, I mean, Richard Sherman is still screaming about it on Amazon right now because it was so, so except it was from the 12 instead of the two-yard line. Unbelievable. They blow it. Denver's in trouble. Yeah, that was um, – we, <laughs> we, we were shocked when we saw that happen. We we really thought uh, that it, was, it would have been the smart play for them just to – Run the ball, maybe get a first down, right? And then you just kind of kill the clock. Or mm-hmm. worst case, you kick a field goal and make the Colts go down and score a touchdown, which wasn't going to happen tonight. Yeah. Um, to beat you with very little time. Uh, I, I don't know what I, I look. You, we can blame Russell Wilson here. It was a bad, a bad decision. Hmm. But what about the play call itself? Like, what what's the what's the play call yeah. there? Like, what are they thinking there? Um, it really didn't make any sense. I still think the receiver got a little lazy coming out of his route too. So I don't know how much. Yeah, I think Wilson's got to take still. some blame, uh, and the coach has to take some blame. And maybe the receiver's got to take and a little bit of got to take too, some blame. Just. I didn't get many things right. And I don't want to blame it all on Russell Wilson, but I, I thought we saw his best years are behind him. People were going nuts. I know damage checking hands are like, Oh, well, who are these people who think Russell's done? Like, I don't know. What, what are we, so he's going to Judy and, and uh, Jerry Judy is better than Metcalf. And, and he's involved. Like, what are we, why are we thinking that Russell Wilson is going to be so great? A, B, I've seen him abandon the old Russell Wilson style, which is to take off two or three times a game. 
Not even, no way. It's nowhere on the play chart. Nathaniel, I don't know what's on Nathaniel Hackett's play chart. That guy should be the first coach fired. I, I don't see it getting oh, better yeah. for him, he should Harry, be fired. Yeah. Russell Listen, Wilson. Just, you're, Wilson Bad. totally is not, he's just decided, I think, I'm not running. I'm not running for first downs on yeah. third and six. I'm not doing it. Did he tell him that sit, before sit he signed the contract? Was he like, I listen, I, want, I don't want to right? run. I'm going to take away a, a, a huge feature in quarterbacking I mean, in 2022. And my, meanwhile, the Colts and I mean, Ryan looks terrible too, but they, they pull this game out. They're 2 2 and 1. They're averaging 13 points a game, and they're 2 2 and 1. And in the AFC South, anything can happen. They're right there. Almost had two ties. You're right. That's a very winnable division. Uh, we were joking if they end up like uh, two, what two fourteen and two thirteen and two. No, what well, two two and thirteen, Bry? Do they make the playoffs? I don't know. Uh, throw yeah. everybody up in a. That's interesting. That's like I yeah. fantasy one year. I was eight three and three. I never I made remember the playoffs, that. So we didn't know what the yeah. hell to do. I was like, I don't know. I don't think. I think the guys who were nine and five <laughs> make the play or whatever. I don't. I don't know yeah. how to change it, but Matt Ryan twenty six for forty one. Not much better. Parley Kid points out they both probably they both went over their yardage total because it went to overtime two fifty one. Russell Wilson two seventy four. Both through uh, through no touchdowns for either. Four interceptions combined. I don't know what we just watched. That was awful. So oh sorry, yeah, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Oh was, no, no, it was okay. it was it was terrible. I mean, this is, but we knew that was going to happen, kind of coming in, right? We all assumed it was going to go under. Really, no offense. It exceeded our expectation with the even worse offense. Yeah. Um, but I I enjoyed it. I I mean, I kind of enjoy it. I mean, when you're betting the under. Um, we had we had a fun time uh, watching that uh, that terrible game. I went three for three. I had Colts, I the under, right. and McManus two or more field goals, and I feel yeah, dirty. I, the, I feel I, dirty yeah, taking the, the money. Under, I <laughs> right. um, yeah, and uh, you know, so I, I, yeah, I feel good betting that game. But thank God I bet that game because it was unwatchable. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We were together on Spotify Live. I think we probably ended up going two hours, right? We had to About. run two hours on that. We usually try to get About. in and out in an hour. All right. Uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. That's where you play our pick em contest. That's where you play our prop quiz. A hundred bucks and a gold cap up for grabs in those contests. Do it. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Babyface, what do you say? I mean, there's so much stuff to say with this game. Colts second team in Super Bowl era to win a game in which they didn't score a touchdown, threw multiple interceptions, and got sacked at least six times. The 73 Browns. That sounds right. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's worse and worse. We're going to hear it well, more and more. Well, yeah, good shit by you because you did say uh, when the season started that you you thought Russ would have a drop-off coming from the Seahawks. And I don't even think they should let him cook anymore. He should just be getting Postmates. Still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, uh, he's sashimi at this point. He's not cooking anytime soon. And that, that Nate Hackett, he looks clueless every single way you turn. He really does. Mm. I feel bad for him. I'm at the point where I feel bad for him. I feel bad for us because we're going to have to wake up early. This is a 24-7 job, Parley kid, this football thing. We're now going to have to wake up early Sunday, and we're going to call on Spotify Live, this Giants-Packers game. It's in London. 8-41 and 41 mm. is, the, uh, is the line here. Uh, you know what, Parley kid? Give me – you like the Giants plus the points? It looks like Daniel Jones is playing. Yeah, I do, Sal. I just um, I, I haven't seen enough from Green Bay's offense uh, that I, I think they're going to put up enough points to pull away from the Giants. Jones has been look; he's been able to run the ball himself, 
Bar- they're going to chew up some cl- clock with Barkley running the ball. Uh, I just think this game is close. I think the Packers uh, certainly win this game, mm-hmm. but we know how these London games go. I, th- I think it's going to be close all the way. Jones makes enough plays to keep the Giants in it. Not that he can match play for play with Rodgers, but Rodgers just doesn't have enough weapons. The strength of this Green Bay team is running the ball. Rodgers is getting a little bit more comfortable with his receivers, but still, if you look at his passing chart, everything is very, very within 10 yards or less. Most of his passes are coming. They're not like a big play offense right now. I think this is a little too much, uh, too many points to give to the Giants in, in a neutral site game uh, yeah. right now. I mean, the Giants are uh, three and one. Um, you know, not a, obviously a great three and one, but they are three and one because they play some pretty good defense. I think that defense is good enough to keep this Green Bay offense in check, which most teams have been able to do anyway so far uh, this yeah. season, and keep it close. I think the the number is just a little too high for me. So let's take the Giants here, Sal. I thought it was high too, and I wanted to take the Giants. And by the way, this is the first London game where we're sending two teams over five hundred. First one ever. Is that in what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is is, I hope they don't hear about that because uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, this is getting them back for that tea scandal from a few years back. (laughs) uh, Does it really matter, though? I mean, Daniel, even if they put Davis Webb in there, like it's Bailey Zappi played well against the Packers. But that makes me think that the defense is going to step up. I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for it. It's weird because the defense of the Packers is what? I thought was lacking, but mm. they're seventh in points allowed. It doesn't seem yeah. that way. They get Jair Alexander back. They may get Amos back, which is uh, big. The Giants, on the other hand, have given up the fourth most yards on the ground, 476. So it could be Aaron Jones. It could be Dylan. They may not have to throw the ball a lot. Run, 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 play defense. New York 0-5 against the spread in their last five road games. I'm going 23-13. I'm sure the Giants could get a backdoor cover here. I think it's going to be a bad London game. We already gave them a good one. 23-13. I am uh, taking the Packers. All right. Mm. Chargers at the Browns. The Browns are home catching two and a half. Mm. 47 and a half is the over under. Bry, we both like Cleveland. Tell me your reasons. Yeah, it's funny. I really like Cleveland in this one. I, I still don't know what the Chargers are. I'm always usually down on the Chargers. They're battling a ton of injuries like they do every year. They just have not been impressive so far. Uh, they're going back-to-back games right at Houston, which they struggled at. Now you're now you're going up to Cleveland. Um, and, you know, the Browns have Garrett back in this in this game. They look to get to b- back on track after that bad, bad loss to the Falcons. And it, this was one of those games, if you recall, last year they blew that game to the Chargers. Uh-huh. At Chargers, it was that fun, crazy fourth quarter uh, going back and forth there, but they blew that game. I think they get some revenge here, um, and I do really like them. I mean, I might buy this up. I might buy this up to three, but um, I'll take the two and a half. I was hoping it would go to three too, but I don't even think we need it. First of all, the Browns yeah. have their color rush uniforms on Sunday. Our friend uh, Alec, I'm pretty sure, is responsible for that. So congratulations, Alec. But <laughs> uh, look, I'm a little biased. I've not been a believer in the Chargers, and I'm not going to start because they beat the winless Texans last week. I know the Browns. Lost to Atlanta, not much better. But they have a good offensive line. Um, They only allow 1.3 sacks a game, which is second best in the league. No Bosa on the other side. I feel like the Browns are going to be able to run against this team. Um, You know, you look at Chubb and Hunt are over 650 combined through four weeks. 
Chargers didn't get better against the run. They were 31st last year, not much better this year. Mm. Uh, I think they shortened the game, the Browns. They call their own numbers. I think there's going to they shorten the game, but there's going to be a lot of touchdowns, a lot of broken tackles. Uh, that's what Chubb does. 30 to 24, Browns beat the Chargers. Harry, are you shuffling like poker chips? What are you yeah. doing there? What's going on there? Poor guy. Oh, oh my geez. God. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Something, something in the right. air. Some, something in the guy, air. Every there. time this guy travels, <laughs> the he's like, storm, Darren. I'm telling you, Darren, I ate a lot of dust every week. What are you talking about? His tattoo. always sick. This guy's always sick. <laughs> this is disgusting. Uh, Can we just get through this? Extra loud that cough today. Uh, and extra dust loud. Storm. The dust storm. It was Darren. The dust, it was unbelievable dust, dust storm. storm. The, I'm telling you. 2022 dust storm. Yeah. I can remember it, it like it was just Springs. today. Harry suffered oh a dust God. storm for the last nine years. He's been <laughs> suffering through a dust storm. I don't know. Very weird. Uh, all right, Harry. We'll, we'll let you talk about Philly, Arizona. We're on the uh, same. I mean, it's babyface. What happened there? Are you watching? I, I have to point this out to everyone it, that it unfortunately doesn't have video. He coughed so hard just now, his earbuds flew out. Harry. Angie just sent me a text message. She said, coughing up a lung. How does she know this? Really? Oh, I don't yeah, know. Just a second ago. That Ken she's coughing, she's coughing up a lot. Huh? Ken out? might have a she big mouth, up? maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Uh, Eagles, 5 and 49. Give it to us, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, in the Battle of the Birds, I'm going to take the Eagles, uh, Philadelphia's offense. 24 or more points in all four games. They look really good. 10 rushing touchdowns for the Eagles. Hurts has four. Um, Arizona, two and two. Fortunate to be when that game by against the Raiders. Um, jo- uh, James Conner re-signed in the offseason, only getting 36 yards per game. I think Philly goes to 5-0. and oh, And I mentioned this earlier in the week uh, on Against All Odds, where crazy numbers here in this game where Arizona is 10-1 and one straight up in their last 11 road games, but they just happen to be home here. And in their last seven home games, they have zero wins. They haven't won since last October. Mm. And haven't in, covered. Uh, in, haven't in, covered in Glendale, right? 0-7 against, against a number in Glendale. I was going to bring that up. with Jalen Hurts here. Yeah, I hate to say it because I'm rooting against this team because I'm a Cowboys fan and Parley Kid. I know you don't like this either, mm. but uh, really Caesars and Vegas and all the odds makers are treating them like a flawless undefeated team to give five points to Arizona. who was a playoff team last year. Mm. It's a lot to give on the road, but we saw like there's a lot high expectations for this team. They're expected to win 13 and a half games, um, which we, we couldn't believe at the beginning of the week. Sirianni coach of the year uh, right at the top of the list right now. And I think I'm buying into it and they're facing the NFL's 28th ranked pass defense in the Cardinals. Um, their defense on the whole ranks number 31 in early down success. Uh, that's a big stat there. I think Kyler has trouble with this deal. I think they do what they did the first couple of weeks. They stomp everybody out in the first half, and then it's too late for Arizona to come back. 28-17, I'm saying Philadelphia here. All right, listen, bet that. I'm going to listen. We're all on the same page here. Did we? Oh, no, Paula <laughs> Kidd and I went a different way there. Harry, you're really fighting it, huh? Should we yeah, take a break? Wow. I'm, right. Right, I'm, I'm going to say a little something about Caesars and you sit there and, and cough to yourself. Yeah. Uh, here we go. All right, listen, whatever you're betting, teasers over under, do it through Caesars because they have all the names. Caesar himself, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now yours truly. Yes, Against All Odds is now a proud member 
of the Caesars empire. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars. Up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a 1,000 tier credits and a 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CZRFULL, and go full Caesars this season. Oh, you must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we're going to gargle. With um, I don't know. We got Listerine there. I don't, we got to keep Harry alive here for the next forty-five minutes. We'll be back with the N- rest of the NFL slate and some college. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation, the ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation, the ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Polly kid. Cowboys at Rams. Is this still five and a half and 42? Mm. I think I, it is. Still five and a half. I know that. Yeah, 43 it went to. Five and a half, 43. Battle of the Coopers. Rush versus Cup. Polly kid and I are the only ones who think Rush, Cooper Rush, is the better of the Coopers. Um, is it worth going? Is it worth going to this game? I don't know, Polly kid. What do you have? You have Dallas, but I, I think you're like me. You just like the points. Well, look, is it worth going? It probably is worth going, Sal, but it depends, I guess, if that matches up where the Mets play that night, right, for you, or I, well, no, I doubt that, yeah. that's going to really late be a afternoon. factor. One's a late afternoon, one's a night game, but yeah, I would right, for so sure be, be sitting okay. in traffic. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That, yeah, it's, it's a tough call. 500 but, bucks for crappy seats, meatballs. I was well, looking at it. Well, look, here's the deal, Sal. Sometimes, you know, watching football at home is better than going to the game. It's sure. uh, To me. That's the, I get so mad at traffic. So mad. And that doesn't help. That doesn't help. And um, 
I can't, guys, this is really hard for me to focus. I, I really, Harry's like, his eyes are watering. Really? Um, no, they're not. I'm all his, right. His, like, guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to realize, I thought he had different types of headphones, like those, like the earbuds that he's wearing. Yeah. But because of the, you know, the unique way Harry wears them. Right. He, does he put them in like, um. I don't know how it like, hangs not, like, like you know, that. Like, like, they're, they're in a little. No, but yeah. you must. I think you put them in oh, differently yeah, than in every other people and every any other person. No, like, it does jet out like a coat hanger. It really looks like it yes. has um like some uh, like uh, yeah, elasticity to it or something. Yeah, it's strange. It's oh, very hard for me to concentrate. I, know, I don't it. want to talk about. I got the dust Cowboys in my either. ears too, so I got to be able to hear right. better. He's got but dust Sal, everywhere. Yeah. Look, it's the same thing. What I was just talking about the Giants. I mean, what we've seen from the Rams' offense. Um, mm -hmm. it's been uh, very underwhelming so far this year. Stafford, Stafford's on off to a, a, a very good start, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's really him. It's, it's I think it's the line, uh, the lack of running game, and yeah. the lack of a number two receiver besides uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, and I think the Cowboys will find a way to neutralize Cup. Whether you're gonna, you know, you're gonna run digs on him, or mm -hmm. maybe you know, have some uh, coverage, uh, roll some coverage up underneath too, and kind of double him and make somebody else beat you. I think this defense is good enough to keep this game close throughout. I think the Cowboys have found some rhythm here with Cooper Rush quarterbacking. Um, they've shortened the playbook. They've made life uh, easy uh, for Rush, as easy as possible. Um, they've been able to run the ball good enough uh, yeah. to set up some play action uh, for this team. Uh, having <laughs> Gallup back certainly now in week two for him, will uh, it certainly helps. Uh, yeah. you know, Lamb has been, uh, CD Lamb has been much better, uh, really the second half of uh, a couple games ago against Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, a little the, setback uh, this week, but I think he's playing, right? That's no, he's, weird, playing, weird he's playing, he's yeah. playing. Uh, uh, there's no doubt I think he's playing. So, yeah. I, again, I think the five and a half here, and there he goes. Um, what is going on with him? Uh, I, he's dying. He's like, Harry, I don't stick know. you in the microwave. Poor, like, <laughs> is this it for him? Babyface, can we? I don't even know if we can get through this podcast. What do we do? Is, You're the producer. What are we going to do? Oh, man. Did Angie poison him before he left? <laughs> Maybe she did poison him. I think she was checking oh. in like he's coughing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's right. got it. It worked, Angie. If you're listening, it worked. Whatever oh you did. Oh, my gosh. You're probably kids. I, I listen. Yeah, I, so, I, I follow yeah. all the same reasoning. I really do. Yeah. The Rams offense doesn't scare me. You take out that Atlanta game, they have nine, 39 in three games. Yeah. Could it be where Cooper Rush just takes a step back against the Rams front seven? Yeah, maybe. And maybe he turns it over Very and it's possible. just a disaster of a game. But I'm banking on that defense that you talked about. We've allowed a touchdown on 9% of possessions, which is second best in the league. The other way, Rams have the third best run defense. So it's going to be a weird game for sure. But I'll tell you what, it might be Stafford's fault a little bit. He might have taken a step back. I, I mean, I don't want to blame every quarterback in the league for sucking this year. But yeah. uh, it could be a little bit. Yeah, He's not throwing the ball well. And for that reason... I'm not going to lay five and a half. Cowboys five and zero oh against yep. the spread in the last five road games. But here's what's going to happen: Mike McCarthy's blowing this. He's going to have some kind of mm. miscue. He's blowing. Yeah. I know this isn't any bold prediction. It's been a month. We haven't had anything to turn to him and say, "Oh, this is it. That was Mike McCarthy's mm. fault. This is the game. This is the Mike McCarthy oh, game." Man. Is, is this, it, by the way, Sal, miscue, you guys but think we still you cover? Yeah. 
bias aside from you and Darren, I mean, is this line a little fishy? It shouldn't be that high, should it? Uh, that's, I don't know. That's why Dallas's defense. I mean, Cooper Rush has been fantastic, done what he's needed to do. The defense is probably top three in the league. Should it really be five and a half with the Rams' lack of offense? I think the Rams need it more. Maybe they have to bounce back. Uh, they, they are. It's a short week too. Uh, yeah, I would say it's a tick high. But uh, they're not believing in Cooper Rush. You know, they were only right. like two and a half over Washington at home last week, too. So 21 mm, 20. Yeah. I think we lose, but uh, McCarthy blows it there. I hate to say, Parlay kid. All right, let's do oh, this, no. Bri. Atlanta, Tampa, nine and a half, 46 and a half. Boy, Martin Weiss picked this as his pup of the week. He has Atlanta. You like Atlanta, too, at least with the points. Yeah, I think it's too many points, though. I, I'd i take the nine and a half here. I could see Falcons getting at least a backdoor cover. You know, they've mm. kind of been a pain for their opponents right now. They play hard, um, you know, and they're not getting a ton out of their passing game. I'm just laughing at Harry Jesus. He's really, <laughs> he's really dying. Um, but, yeah, they've <laughs> – My gosh. You don't – Here's a little trick, Harry. You could mute yourself when you're not speaking. And well, we I don't kinda, know if he can kinda, because know. he's still then, using his other mic. He's so uh, he's all right. messed okay. up. I think, right. I think we, a person could. We mute would himself. be able to do that, Sal. I, I would see. be able to do that. I can don't think you he hit, can do it. When you hit, when you uh, just, uh, <laughs> just, I mean, do you have a mic? Does it say mic? M I C anywhere? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Because you're doing it on your phone. Is that what's going on? All right, we're so far back. <laughs> I see, I see one. Oh, Let's get to uh, it, Brian. Go ahead. Yeah, what do you like? so I'll, you know, the Falcons have covered four straight, and you know, we just still haven't seen the best of Tampa yet. Their offense hasn't looked good, except for you know some garbage, garbage time against Kansas City. So I wouldn't trust them yet. You know, after losing back to back games at home, I think they'd have to get on a roll for me first before yeah. I would back them at this high of a number. So, so give me Atlanta plus nine and a half. I have to think – I'm going to go against you here. I don't have a lot of good reasoning other than they have to turn it around at some point, and I think this is the one. I know they've been frisky. They've covered every game, Atlanta, right? Yep. Four yep. no Four against no. spread. Uh, I just don't yeah. believe the Bucs are as bad as they were versus Kansas City. I think they got off to a slow start. They got run on, which is ridiculous. That never happens. Mm. Um, maybe Brady's going through some crap, but – Let's face it, Mariota, if this defense stands up, and I think they're still a top three defense, he's going to screw up a couple times. He was only last week against the Browns, seven for 19 for 139 through a pick. Can they drive him for a backdoor cover? Like you said, maybe, sure. But I don't think there's going to be two bad showings in a row at home for the Bucs. It's not likely. They're four and one against the spread in their last five division games and 11 and five in the last 16 home games. I know they blew it last Sunday, 31 13. I'm basically saying no backdoor cover. Uh, that's my game. All right, Cincinnati at Baltimore. I don't know if I'm going to see even a snap of this game because, Paul, kid, this is the one that goes up against – this is the Sunday night game, right? This mm. goes up against Mets-Padres games three, game three if there is one. And, oh, there will be one. <laughs> maybe, maybe we get swept and uh, there isn't one. But anyway, I'm taking the Ravens. They've lost five straight home games. Mm. Minus three and 51. I think it's a – Get right. It's a get right game. I I didn't drop the Ravens defense. I was saying I was looking at that because they're playing Joe Burrow. And you might say the Bengals are back on track. Well, they beat the Jets and mm -hmm. they beat an emotionally depleted Dolphins team on Thursday night. So yep. this game is yep. bigger for Baltimore. You get Ronnie Stanley back. I think a lot of these are game time decisions. Gus said we're just supposed to play again. I like the under more than anything. The under is nine and zero oh in the Bengals last nine overall. 
which is wow. astounding. I take Baltimore 24-20 and go under. Harry, do your best to um, say a few yeah. words about the Bengals. About the Bengals, I'm going to take the three. This Baltimore secondary is becoming beyond embarrassing. Awful and kind of real bad loss for Baltimore last week up 20 to three at half at home against Buffalo. They blow that game um, last year when these two teams met both times. Cincinnati hung 41 on them both times, outscored them 82 38. Mixon finally got in the end zone last week against Miami. You mentioned Sal 16 touchdowns last year and the last two wins, two wins in a row for the Bengals, Burrow. Five touchdowns, zero picks, sacked only three times where he was sacked 13 times the two previous games before that. O-line playing Mm. much better. I'm taking Bengals with a three over Baltimore. Give it to me. Give it to me. Wow. Joe Babyface, you predicted a different ending to that. What did you think he was going to say? I thought it was coming. He was leading us up for a bombs away, but maybe no bombs away there. His larynx is is all messed up. Solid. Just a nice, precise Performance out of Burrow, like I said, five <laughs> touchdowns, zero picks last two games. I think he gets it done again. He's playing a little bit better than uh, uh, than Lamar Jackson is right now, too. Uh, all right. All right, but no bombs yes. away. You think it's going to be a little lower? You know yeah. what? Well, considering the way Baltimore's secondary is playing, it should probably be bombs away to chase, but we'll see. But I'll mm. take the plus three. Mm. Okay. I don't know why I'm arguing so hard for bombs away. All right, listen, we're going to figure out <laughs> it's uh, under or bombs away. We can take another quick break. Then we got some college action to cover Mm. Tennessee, LSU, Utah, UCLA, and BYU, Notre Dame. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, Tennessee, LSU, big college action. It is a fun game. This is the first time these teams have played in 10 years. Well, they played once in 10 years. I don't know. Wow, Either really? way, that's weird. Yeah, they played one time last mm. 10 years. LSU is home mm. catching three. 65 is the over under. Harry, I know you love this team. You love your hand and hooker. What's he got to get through this game? Got to get through this game. Down to 13 to one from 40. You had him 40 to one to win the uh, Heisman. They lead the uh, nation in yards with 559.3 second in scoring 48 and a half. He's already your guy hooker already around 1200 yards, eight touchdowns over 71%. Jaden Daniels, a little riskier playing after leaving two games with an injury. uh, The last two games, I think they slow it down. I think they play LSU ball. The Vols are just 99th in the FBC in total defense, allow over 400 yeah. a game. And LSU's defense is 17th. Yeah. So this is my Harry stat. Tennessee 0-6 against the spread. Now, last six uh, when they play an opponent in the SEC West division. There you go. I'm going. Could it go under? I think it does. And the Tigers take it 33-24. Brian Kelly pulls it out. Polly kid, you're with me. Well, yeah, you're finally with me on the uh, LSU Tigers. Um, yeah. I, I kind of took a lot of crap earlier this year when I took them on the over for their win total. And then after that Florida State loss in the game one, it didn't look good, but they've rebounded very nicely. 
um, kind of rounding into form. Like you said, Sal, really a defensive first type of team here. Yeah. Uh, a defense that Tennessee has not really played the likes of so far this year. I think this LSU defense steps up. And here's another factor, Sal, I think in this game that plays large. This is a very early start uh, in this game here. Mm. Um, you know, a noon start. I think that's a bit huge advantage for the uh, the home team here uh, in LSU. I think Tennessee's going to be a little thrown off. Uh, I think LSU is primed for this game. Brian Kelly's got his team ready to roll. Daniels has been pretty solid, kind of a dual threat. Not great, but good enough to make some plays with his arm and his feet. I think LSU, <laughs> Sal, I'll take the points here. I'm not sure they're going to win this game. But uh, I think it's uh, it's there for the taking. But I think that this this plays close most of the way. Hooker's Heisman chances are out the window after this game. Oh, that's got to be it, Harry. Lose well, this is done. I got to disagree with Parlay Kid saying that the game being early is an advantage for LSU. Couldn't could disagree more. Why? Because and 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 where LSU would they usually play at night it's crazy there at night you know that in death valley playing early let's get rolling mm. with tennessee get a touchdown right off the bat with hooker changes the game plan of uh, LSU and they can control the pace i think their fans are going to show mm. up uh yeah. it's not going to it's not going to get past them They'll, they they won't oversleep parley <laughs> kid i think you're going to have a full house there you'll be all right yeah, I think uh, so, too. Yeah, all right. Uh, so we're both on LSU. Brother Bry, Utah, UCLA. This is a fun one. Pac-12 mm-hmm. matchup. UCLA played well last week. Gave it Washington everything they could. Plus three and a half at home, 64 and a half. First ever ranked matchup between Utah and UCLA. Utah has defeated the Bruins in five straight. I think UCLA last won in like 2015. But this is a different UCLA squad. Scoring 41 a game. Um I just don't. I don't trust it. I, you know, I have high hopes for Utah. Adam, big, big things happening for them in the Pac-12 before the season. They rushed last year. They crushed them, 44-24. They had about 290 yards. And Cameron Rising is as solid as they come. It's weird. This Tavion Thompson has had a bad start for Utah. He led the Pac-12 with 21 rushing touchdowns and had 160 yards last year against mm. UCLA. I think he picks it up in this game. Uh, number three rushing offense in the Pac-12 this year. Utah also 6-1 and one against the spread in the last seven games. 37-30, Bri. You like the over? That gets you over, right? Yeah, that gets me over. Good. Yeah, it's funny. This this over-under is high. I think 64 is high, but it's mm. it's so high it makes me like the over more. Uh, but I do like Utah, too. You know, they like you said, they've won five straight in the series, and none of these games, none of the last five have been close. So, like, Mm -hmm. when you look at the number, again, when you look at the numbers, because I look at uh, Whittingham, who's just dominated the series, he's scored 47 points over the last five games against UCLA. Um, They're going to put up a lot of points in this one, Mm -hmm. but I do expect UCLA to have a better effort offensively. Um, You know, that last week is really UCLA's first real test against Washington. They did well offensively. Thompson, Robinson, and Charbonnet have been good for for UCLA. So I think this is going to be... A high-scoring game. I like Utah to win. Uh, yeah, I, I could even see like a 40, you know, I could see like 40s? a 40, well, both teams 30, are up there. 40, yeah. 30, you know, 40, 34, something like that type of game. What did I say it was last year? Uh, 44, 24? Yeah, it was, yeah, 68, right. I think. Well, it could be something like that, too. UCLA yep. scoring. They're right there with them. All right, BYU, yep. Notre Dame, Harry, this, and then it's almost over, I promise. Uh, 
Notre Dame, three and a half and 51. The Shamrock Series in Las Vegas. How come you and Ken aren't going there? I know, right? You're not going to the Shamrock Series. It's going to be fun. Yeah, late night game too. Seven thirty start on the uh, on the on the, uh, east, on the west coast. You think the LSU uh, fans will travel listen, there? And Phil, yeah, <laughs> I've already told my buddies. My buddies have told my buddies in Vegas tell me that there are, there's people there wearing green all over the place for Notre Dame already. BYU travels well. It should be a great game, and uh, and I think the Cougars. I think this game's going over fifty one because the Cougars thirty eight or more in three of their five games mm. and their loss. They gave up forty one to Oregon uh, in BYU's. Four or five games, 61 points or more have been scored. And I mentioned that Oregon game. They gave up five total touchdowns to, of all people, Bo Nix, who can't usually do it against anybody else. Uh, I'm leaning towards the over. I really like the over here. 51, like I said, four of the last five BYU games, 61. Give me the over here. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going over. I initially had BYU, but I thought Eddie Spaghetti would be with us so I could taunt him a little bit. But So what's the point? He's not well, here. So. But his, his quarterback, Drew Pine, has been playing a lot better lately. He did have five total They're touchdowns. Scoring. Yeah, yeah, against Notre, uh, against North Carolina, put up forty five. So I'm going to take the over. And North Carolina, that Drake May had what, like five touchdowns, like, even though they sure. won, yep. right? I mean, he put up and this Jaron Hall for BYU's top passer, one of the top. I think he ranked twenty first in the FBS in total offense, uh, two hundred fifty yards in nine straight games. Pretty good, dating yeah. back to uh, last season. Of course, the overs five and zero oh in the Cougars' last five following a non cover. I think thirty one. I'll say 31-30 right in there, but that puts it over. Yeah, let's bet some of these overs, Brian. Just sit back and, and hopefully not have to worry about it, except sure. under in the LSU game, uh, Paul Kid. I think that's the way to go. All right, yeah. Sharp Tank. Give me your best bet for the weekend, guys. I will jump on one of them. I'll pick one to the three. College, pro. Baseball playoffs is it a UFC? Is there a UFC card this week? No, no, there is next week. Next They're week, backing away, huh? All right, yeah, uh, we got enough going on. Polly kid, start us off. I searched high and low here, Sal, to find something that really you know struck me. Uh, I was thinking of some parlays, I was looking at trying to put together three, you know, heavy favorites, but I decided to stay away because there's the one game, and I know you like it, Sal. I like the Ravens this week at minus three. Mm-hmm. I think they're an angry team. I think Harbaugh, Harbaugh is angry uh, after uh, not pulling that game out last week or at least kind of having some coaching failures late in that game. I think Jackson's a little angry. Uh, as you mentioned before, I don't think Cincinnati – look, I like Cincinnati, but uh, you know their two wins have been um, a little suspect. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jets and uh, a, a Dolphins team that was kind of reeling after the uh, – Yep. The, the Tua injury, uh, and if Tua, fit, you know, had completed that game, I'm, I, I don't think uh, it should beat the Steelers won. too. Well, well they the were losing the whole game. Uh, you know, know, extra point, they game. should be three and one. Absolutely. Well, you could see, you could totally say they could be one and three right now as well. So, um, Harry, you could say nothing too and save your voice. So what, I, what I thought that was very, right what I thought was interesting, Sal, is that the the point totals down to forty seven now was fifty one. Mm-hmm. Um, right. What, what was it? Do we have it? Uh, was it that high? About? Yeah. Did it what go that it? much? Um, let's see. That's, what would you, what'd you say it was before? Uh, uh 51. Did it yeah. drop? Yeah. 51. I'm sitting at 47 right 47 now. I don't know why yeah. that happened. I was trying to figure that out. Hmm. I can't believe so much action would be, uh, going the other way on that. But I just think Baltimore is going to be a little desperate this weekend. Um, I think, uh, 
you know, we were talking about Jackson MVP uh, just a week ago, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think he re- rebounds with a gigantic game this week. Baltimore wins this game by seven, uh, something like uh, 31 21 or 31 24. All right. So let's take the Ravens minus three. All right. What, what, I forgot what score I gave there. Did I, I think I gave somewhere uh, in there. I think there. you said 24 21. All right. A 24 20. Like All yeah. right. I, I still yeah. do like the Ravens. All right. Uh, Harry, what do you like? Uh, I'm going to take the Titans on the money line at minus 130 over Washington. Seems like a little bit of a fishy line. I think it opened up two and a half. Now it's down to one and a half. I'm going to lay the 130. Uh, this game resembles a lot like last week of the Giants and the Bears. Just in this type of game with not many offensive weapons, just give the ball to the best player on the field and let him win the game. That's what Saquon did against mm-hmm. the Bears last week. Do the same thing here with Derrick Henry. Washington just 18 points in total in their last two games, and one of them against the Eagles was a garbage touchdown with a minute to go. Derrick Henry had his best game of the year last week. He had 150 total yards, had a touchdown, looked great. Just pound the ball to Henry. You'll score more than Washington. Get the W, Titans. Stay and go 3-2 and two in this AFC South, taking Tennessee. I don't love that. I think I took Washington I, on our, our, yeah. our thing there. I, do, I just think it's weird. It's it, a little, it is weird. But like you, you mentioned also, Sal, last week that – that Dallas Washington was weird too, and Washington still can manage ten points. Yeah, no, I know. Sometimes mm. you overthink it three, four times. Just take the much. under. Just take the under. And then- yeah, probably not a lot of points. All right, Brian, <laughs> what do you like? Brian's right, going go, bumper pool here. I'm going bumper pool. I'm, um, I'm going to take Arkansas plus nine and a half at Mississippi State. I think that line is really high. It's funny, my my sharp tanks have been pretty good lately, and this reminds me of my pick last week. Right, I had Kentucky at Ole Miss getting mm-hmm. seven. On the road, um, I yeah. thought that was way too high. But look, both teams are coming off emotional games, right? Our, Arkansas, I will say, is a tough stretch, right? Because you had that Bama game that you were kind of in it till the end. Yep. But, and they also lost to Texas A&M in a close game right before it. Uh, but they're going to be motivated. To, you know, they don't want to lose three games in a row here. And I think Mississippi mm. State coming off that big win, kind of blowout win against Texas A&M. They're not as good as they are. Uh, they're not as good as, you know, and and Arkansas isn't as bad as, uh, they've been, I mean, mm. they've still been pretty good, but it's, it, to me, it's too big of a line. They're seven, two and one against the spread Arkansas in the last 10 road games. I think, you know, I could, I could even see Arkansas pulling off the upset here. Um, but yeah, nine and a half to me is just way too much. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I don't know how they got away from that Alabama game, got away from that. That was like really insanity. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, like a 20 minute stretch. I do like, uh, is KJ Jefferson definitely in? He's de- it was practice Wednesday, right? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, as far as yeah. all right, I've seen. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cade Ford, then, but I'm reading stuff here. I think he plays Jefferson. Looks like, uh, yeah, looks like he's going to play. I'm going to go with you though, Darren. I'll go with the Ravens. I already have a uh, big bucks on the Ravens, so I might as well yeah. give it up nice. minus three. Um, <laughs> that was a ridiculous minus three spread tonight. What I thought the mm. superior team at home mm. could take care of business, but they uh, they didn't. They didn't at all. So I'm going with the Parley kid, Ravens. That's sharp tank. Let's quickly go over our baseball picks. We went in depth um, Thursday mornings against the odds. If you want to listen back there, Mets 170 minus 170. I'm going to take them. I think matchup wise, it's not great. You Darvish just dominated them this year and in the past. But we won 101 games. We win a lot of the offensive um, matchups. 
And I think Josh Hader is the uh, difference. 7-3-1 ERA since the trade. I know he's been okay in the last few weeks, but I think I'm going to predict specifically Lindor gets to him in game three Sunday. Mets advance against the Dodgers. Real quick, who do you guys like? Parley kid, I know you have to take the Mets, so you could be like, oh, what happened? Right? So you're going Mets? Well, yeah, if, you, if we're just talking that series, of course I like the Mets. Yeah. Um, I you think, you know, t- I, yeah. what can you get the Mets in game one? Uh, you, you might be better off just betting the Mets in game one than to uh, to win this than to, to win the series, I think, right? Yeah. Like, if you think the Mets are going to win the series, I think just game Darvish one would be tough, though. So, a really uh, good uh, option, right? Yeah, He's they're, tough. They're but, minus 156. Uh, that's that's how much of a difference that I thought maybe you get a little bit better number there. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I saw how can saw the Mets were thirteen games better than the uh, than the Pods, right? So um, yeah. why wouldn't I like the Mets? They're the better team. They're the better right. team. Good, Harry. Real quick, Mets or Padres? Um, I take the Mets too. I like it in three. Um, just overall, the pitching is. I think it's still going to be a little bit better here. Maybe like we discussed earlier, they don't have to go with the they don't have to go with Degrom, but uh, if they have to for Game Three. Make it happen. He'll get it done. That would be terrific if they could pass on him uh, the whole time. Bry? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally, I'm not betting this series because I think that oh. I think the line for the Mets is too high. It is, uh, but I still, I still like them in the series. I just, I, I think it's way too high though to to, mm. to back them. It's uh, a, a specifically pitcher matchup. It's too high. I think if you get this, you know, but. Uh, if you look at it like the Parley kid did, and you should, one under one wins versus 89, then yes, it should be about 170, yeah. 200. But I don't know. All right, Phillies, Cardinals. I'm taking a chance here with the Phillies plus 120. I like them. Uh, I think this one two punch is pretty good with Wheeler, who's put up 14 scoreless against St. Louis and Nola. If it goes three, if you get a Ranger Suarez or a Kyle Gibson in there, uh, not as good. But I think they take the first two plus 120. I uh, don't love it if it goes three. Darren, who do you like in the series? Yeah, I like. I think this is where I'll go uh, right with the dog here with oh. the Phillies. I know the slight underdog, but um, you know, look, I think they they got uh, they, they're mostly healthy right now. Philly, um, the Cardinals haven't. I feel like they haven't had to really play a meaningful game in, in a while here, uh-huh. um, which I think can maybe hurt them. The Phillies have had to win ball games down the stretch. Um, Cardinals have kind of. Been on cruise control for a while now. Um, I don't think, you know, I think they were uh, in the weaker division here. I think Philly's a little bit more battle-tested. Like you said, uh, their top two starters have been pitching real well as of late. So let's let's take the, the slight underdog in the Phillies. Uh, Alec, but look for Alec Bohm. Like guys like Bohm and Reese Hoskins, like Bohm, I think eight for 19 against the Cardinals. Hoskins, yeah. like nine mm. for 25. They, they uh, light it up. Brian, you like uh, Phillies or Cards? Yeah, we saw Boehm up close when we saw him against the Mets. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he had a good bat. But yeah, I, I mean, I gave out the Phillies um, on yesterday's pod. So, uh, yep. yeah, I just like uh, the pitching matchups here. And I, I do think they have a slightly better all-around lineup as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harry, Queen Sweet? Yeah, I, no, I like the yeah, I like the Phillies too, but it is interesting though. Uh, Molina, Pujols, Wainwright. See, that'd be a great story for those guys to win the series and move on. But overall, I think it's, I think the Phillies, uh, Schwarber, Schwarber shows up, gets a couple of home runs here and helps them out. Plus Bryce yeah. Harper. Oh, for four lifetime. Oh, for four lifetime in playoff series, two eleven batting average lifetime in playoffs. 
Bryce Harper, you're going to be 30. He's gonna, Bryce Harper, Darren. Bryce Harper's going to be 30 in about a week. He's never done anything in the playoffs. When's he going to do it? Is Time it now? to get it done. Time to get it done. is not much worse than what he is this year. It's like 230 sure, something, right? I know. 30, uh, right. All right, American League Cleveland. I uh, got the two Shanes going game one. Bieber versus McClanahan. Mm. For the series, Cleveland's a minus 125 favorite. I'm going with the experience. I'm going with the hot team. I can't believe how much um, – Like uh, I know these games aren't – completely meaningful here, but uh, down the stretch once Tampa clinched, but they've lost five in a row. Like I said, they only won one series uh, since September 9th. Um, and they're going against a hot Cleveland team who's done uh, well yeah. most of September, right? 21 and eight. Uh, Paulie Kidd, I know you're 24 and six, I believe, Sal, wow. in the last 30. In the last 30, that doesn't, that includes right. some October baseball. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland here, Sal. I think their pitchers uh, between... Um, uh, Bieber, uh, Quantrill, uh, McKenzie, I think they've been very good um, oh. Oh, since really probably August. They've been good all year, but it's really in, in, since about early August. They've really stepped up their game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like them to win the pitching matchups here. McClanahan has struggled down the stretch. Uh, Glass now is just coming back. Uh, hasn't gone more than three innings in, in either of his two starts yet. And uh, Kluber is just you know, a little long in the tooth, um, and this this Cleveland team seems hungry right now. I think they're just a better team, the old, better overall team yeah. than Tampa. So I think we're getting pretty good value at minus one twenty to win the series, one twenty five. Yep, Brian, you with us with Cleveland? I'm not. I'm gonna oh. go with uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's you. funny. Tampa, Tampa. I, I know you're saying they have not played well, but Tampa is just a team that they, in general, scare me. Like even if I'm tough the Yankees, out. first week in October, normally. Yeah, Very tough. I mean, look, yeah. they, they just they, these two teams just played recently in Cleveland, and every game was a it was a yeah. one run game. I will tell you, I will probably be betting the unders in all Tampa playoff games. But Tampa's yeah. rel- relatively healthy mm-hmm. um, compared to where they were uh, not too long ago. So yeah. I just think they're a little bit more battle-tested overall, their team. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and, and again, they scare me. And, and again, it's hard to say because Cleveland in a terrible, terrible, terrible division. And Tampa, uh, you know, Tampa had to battle in that East. For so. the White Sox to have yeah. a shot, like with two weeks left, mm. that, is, that is a really bad division. The Twins went away and they were garbage anyway. Harry, yeah. uh, all right. So Harry, so two to one. You go. Which way are you going? At you know, Guardians won four to six, but they were close games. A lot of. Them. Yeah, I'm going to go Guardians. Nobody cares about the Guardians. Nobody wants the Guardians oh, around. They're probably thinking they're boring. So I'm, I'm riding with Cleveland. All right. I had no idea. Nobody cared about it. Nobody uh, cares. No one talks about Cleveland. Well, no, Nobody. A, talks I mean, it'd be Cleveland. a big thing, right? If they won the whole thing. Um, baby face. What are you saying here? What's the stat you're coming with? Well, no, I mean, I know you're bummed out. You would have rather had the Mets uh, win the division and avoid the mm. wild card. But it is. I mean, there's, sometimes the rest isn't isn't good on these teams. I think the wild card winners have won half the league division series. So it's about mm. split. And then yeah. two wild card winners did actually win the World Series. So you never know what the. What I don't that know, man. Off. It always seems like the Dodgers and Astros are there and <laughs> they win 105 games and they're, they're there. But if you, if you say so. Mm. I'd much, I feel much better having the next 96 hours off, not have to worry about it. Uh, Mariners, Blue Jays, Blue Jays minus 160, Mariners plus 140. I don't love that Mariners lineup. No. Uh, and I think Manoa takes care of business. Um, really good. All year, he pitched well, but in September, 0.88 ERA. Uh, Mariners 26th in the league 
in uh, team batting average, 230. Jays in three. Yeah. That'll go to Sunday. I know, Harry, you're against me. You like the Mariners. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Mariners have actually beaten Toronto five straight times. And again, I think this may factor in late in games. If it's close, Mariners led the major leagues, led the majors in one run victories with 34. Give me the Mariners in three. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, you follow these teams. Yeah, so I'm going to ride with the Blue Jays here. I just think they hit the ball better than the Mariners, and I think the pitching is even enough where, you know, the Blue Jays are first in batting uh, in in the league at 264 uh, compared to uh, Seattle sitting at 26th, as you mentioned. That's a big, big difference here. Uh, Third in on-base percentage, fourth in runs scored, seventh in home runs, third in slugging. Their lineup is just that much better than Seattle's, and then when it when it comes down to it, I think um, that would just be too much for the Mariners. Mariners aren't going to win these games two to one against this Blue Jays team. Yeah. They're just not going to do it. I think that regardless of the success Seattle's had, uh, this is a new season. They could throw all those other stats out the window from uh, you know from the Mariners' dominance uh, as of late against the Blue Jays. Blue Jays win this series in three. Brian, twenty one years since they made the playoffs. Are they just happy to be there, Mariners? Or you give them a shot? Um, I give the, I definitely give them a shot. I mean, I see why Harry's taking them. I, I do think they have a slightly, they have the edge, I think slightly in the pitching matchups, hmm. but I do think the line, the lineups again in the playoffs, that doesn't necessarily mean anything when going against good pitching, but I, they have the type of guys who will hit in the playoffs, right? When you have a springer out there, that guy seems to come up with a big hit every time he's up when they need it. So guys like Kim and Guerrero, I think will come through a little bit more for them. Um, but I think it, you know, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Like Parley Co was saying, I think this is, I think this is going to go three games here. All right. There you go. I'm, I'm terrified already. Friday night, Saturday <laughs> night, Sunday night, the Mets are playing. Uh, three fun, night I, I mean, I will say it's fun. I mean, for, uh, a Yankee fan, and I mean, I like watching Met games, so it, it's fun that they'll be on. Nice know, to be I, off. I, yeah, yeah. No, so no would you, um, for you. Yeah. Would you, if the Mets were at the same time as, say, the Cardinals are at 2 tomorrow, at least Eastern, or uh, Cleveland is at noon uh, tomorrow, uh, Eastern, would you have your kids stay home from school tomorrow to sit oh, interesting. watch the game? Yeah, well, as it is now, my son has a football game during all this, so I'm yeah. going to be... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I would, I would keep them home. I mean, I kept them home the the, the, uh, the first week, uh, not the whole week, but <laughs> first game. Uh, there was something yeah. about that, right? As a kid, like when nice. we all the playoff games were in the afternoon, and whether we were able to stay home and watch them, you kind of always had like. I mean, I remember kids bringing like ra- transistor radios into school. That was great, right? and it was deep I, into the playoff. Now, I guess the World Series games, World Series games were no, they, they were during they the were, day too. You'd see it day uh, game, right? Hmm. No, uh, oh, maybe not. I, I feel like I remember them more at nighttime, Sal. Probably, I mean, yeah, again. definitely the NLCS. Like the Mets, the Dykstra hit that home run. That was a yeah, day game. Yes, yes. Yep. That I ended like in the 90s, like early 90s, I think, when they hmm. then they went to night right, Harry. Yeah. yeah, probably. I mean, remember that, you know, Garvey against the Cubs. That I mean, the Cubs were always during the day anyway, uh, early because of the light situation. But Sandberg, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I missed the, yep. I missed the day baseball uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, Friday. Was this, by the way, was it? By the way, was this the first time? I don't recall the Major League Baseball ending on a a day other than Sunday, right? This was different, too? Always mm. ends on a Sunday. No, I don't know. They, well, no. The mm. last few years Darren, screwed no. up with COVID and everything. So, they've, yeah, they've I think that's everything. exactly what yeah. happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's going to do it. Harry, I want to thank you for brave, literally braving the storm. You sat through a dust storm. You, um, you know, you recorded in a five-star hotel that only had only one power outlet. I don't know how you do it, but uh, I appreciate you getting through. How are you feeling? Does you have do- a hot tub, personal hot tub. Oh, can you plug it into one of the sockets, maybe, your phone? Record from there? That'd be good. All right, Babyface, you have anything to say about this? I'm surprised we got through the hour. I really am. I'm glad he's feeling better, and he, he surprised me tonight. He coughed it up tonight more than Melvin Gordon. He really did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember how many people. What is the oh. stat on Matt Ryan? And he won that game? He now has like 11 fumbles? Yeah. And how many interceptions, Harry? You would keep a track that's of that. Five? Seven, seven picks now. Seven picks. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's a 500 team? Goes oh, on here. Yeah. Uh, it's a mess. Well, come on, League. Get it together, League. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for another episode against all odds from Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, 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 nah,